Three U.S. troops have been killed and 34 injured in a drone attack on an American base on the border between Syria and Jordan. President Biden says the strike was carried out by militant groups backed by Iran and that those responsible would be held to account. And in a separate incident, a British warship, the HMS Diamond, shot down a drone it was being targeted by. The drone was launched by Houthi fighters from Yemen who are also backed by Iran. Our diplomatic correspondent Paul Adams reports. The Americans say the attack happened at a base known as Tower 22, right on the Syrian-Jordanian border. It's one of many American bases across the region. There have been dozens of drone and missile attacks in recent months, but no American personnel have been killed until now. Joe Biden, seen here attending church this morning, was quick to point the finger. We know it was carried out by radical Iran-backed militant groups operating in Syria and Iraq, he said. It's not necessarily um, a tipping point into uncontrolled escalation between the United States and Iran. But it's another very dangerous step because, as I say, the U.S. will have to respond even more strongly than it's done to previous attacks. Carefully cultivated over years, Iran has a wide network of allies and proxies operating in countries across the Middle East. They're all opposed to Israel and the United States. It's sometimes called the axis of resistance. There are pro-Iranian militias in Lebanon, the Palestinian territories, Gaza and the West Bank, plus Iraq and Syria. And far to the south, there's also the Houthis in Yemen. Over the weekend, the Houthis have been launching their own attacks, hitting a tanker in the Gulf of Aden. And last night, a British warship, HMS Diamond, used an air defence missile to bring down a Houthi drone. With British help, the US have been hitting Houthi military targets for a couple of weeks. So far, the Houthis seem undeterred. They say they'll stop attacking ships if and when there's a ceasefire in Gaza. The problems America is dealing with across the region aren't all about Gaza, but the war there has left the whole Middle East a lot more dangerous. Paul Adams, BBC News. Let's cross now to Washington and speak to our correspondent, Gary O'Donoghue. President Biden has made it clear that the US will retaliate, Gary, but what might that look like? Marita, there's huge pressure, going to be huge pressure on Joe Biden to respond to this, particularly now we're in an election year. One senator, one Republican senator has already called for direct strikes on Iran itself. Now, Joe Biden has said America will respond at a time and place of its choosing, and he's been meeting with his top military and intelligence brass today. Typically, in these circumstances, the Pentagon offers a menu of options, possibly ranging from a strike on the group that launched the drone right through to attacks on Iran. Now, all this goes against the background of sensitive talks in Paris over a possible ceasefire in Gaza and the American desire to stop this escalating further. There have been dozens of these attacks on Americans throughout the region since October, and there have been responses. The problem is that this one killed Americans. And for Joe Biden, that means that public opinion and the desire to deter Iran means that the response this time will have to be qualitatively different. Gary, thank you.
Well, Lise Doucette, our chief international correspondent, is with me. Is this the escalation that everyone has been fearing, Lise? Well, it's an escalation in two ways. It's an escalation in tension in the region, but also, as we've been hearing from Gary, a huge ratcheting up of pressure on the U.S. president, who is the commander-in-chief. Since this uh, Gaza-Israel war erupted on October the 7th, the United States has been trying to do everything possible to avoid the enlarging and intensifying of this confrontation. Most of all, Washington and Tehran have avoided direct confrontation. President Biden knows that if he and his military and intelligence advisors do succumb to that pressure to attack Iran directly, that will set off an even more dangerous spiral. They have many other targets to choose from. There are Iranian assets across the region. They have struck them before during this crisis. But the real problem, Rita, is that they have to be not just seen to do something, they have to seen to succeed. And we've already seen that with the attacks against the Houthis in the Red Sea, it didn't stop the Houthi attacks, it only intensified them. And similarly, this attack, this retaliation by America may not stop the attacks. All that will stop the attacks is a ceasefire in Gaza. And that has not been on President Biden's agenda, nor the Israelis. But there are talks underway, as Gary O'Donoghue mentioned. A small glimmer of hope tonight, uh, those talks involving senior intelligence figures from, from Israel, the United States, from Egypt, Qatari Prime Minister, are being described as positive. Prime Minister Netanyahu of Israel has said, though, the gaps are significant, but the talks are constructive. They will continue. It is a, a second stage of a exchange of Israel hopes, all of the remaining hostages, around 130 held by Hamas and other groups, in exchange for what Hamas wants is all the prisoners in Israeli jails, all for all. That's not going to happen. We understand that the one of the gaps is around how long a truce would have to happen to have that many prisoners released in exchange for that many hostages, there was an estimate it could take two months. And meanwhile, Israel is intensifying its attacks against Hamas in Gaza, which is causing ever-growing hardship and suffering. Lise, thank you very much. Lise Doucette there.